0: Good morning and welcome to According to the Scriptures. My name is Kyle Webb and I serve as the minister for the Mars Hill Church of Christ that meets in Christiana, Tennessee, and I'm happy to be with you today and I'm glad that you have decided to join us for our lesson for today. We begin today a new series. We have spent a long time, it seems like, on the history of Israel and it has been a good study, at least to me it has been uh, it's been helpful to me to go back through some of those things in the Old Testament and to to remember some of those things. Uh, it's good for us to be reminded of them. And so uh, I have appreciated those who have offered kind comments, as you have, and, and those who have watched or listened to our lessons. Um, and uh, it is uh, greatly appreciated. But today we begin a brand new series. Um, This is actually something that uh, we have been studying on Wednesday nights at Mars Hill. Uh, I decided to use that as our lesson for uh, according to the scriptures also. Um, I know that I have friends and family members that are not members of the Church of Christ. who may be members of denominations or not members of any church at all. And so I wanted to present to you this series of lessons explaining why I am a member of the Church of Christ. Uh, there's a book that we are going to follow. It's called Why I'm a Member of the Church of Christ. It's written by Leroy Brownlow. Uh The book itself goes back to 1945, I believe. That's right. Uh, my copy goes back to the 70s. I I got it out of a box of books that somebody gave me. Uh, but it is still available. Um so if anyone is uh interested in that book, um you can find it I know at least at Da Hoffs for those who are in or around Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh De Hoffs Christian Bookstore has these and I'm sure Gospel Advocate as well and and maybe any of the other uh at least Church of Christ so called sponsored uh bookstores would probably have that book. You may be able to find it online too. Um, But anyway that's the book that we're going to use. Um, I believe it has, I don't know, it's got a lot of lessons in it. Um, They're not really chapters, they're referred to as uh, reasons why I'm a member of the Church of Christ. We're going to go through these individually. Uh, The reason that I chose the book is because I like the way it presents the lessons. I I like the standpoint from which it presents them. It doesn't go into all the things that are wrong uh, with other de- churches, with denominations and and things that they teach and things that they practice. Uh, but it presents them from a standpoint of this is what I believe. and This is why I practice what I do. This is why I do the things that I do as far as worshiping in the Church of Christ and as far as the service that we render to God. Um, That that's an important thing. One of our elders pointed out, too, that uh, as we began this study on our Wednesday night class, that he had used this book before. And one of the things that that at least in his opinion, I guess, um, he looked at all these lessons and 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 thought, well, you know, the way that that Brother Brownlow presents them, it's hard to argue. Uh, It's very simple. Uh, it's very straightforward, and so that's that's what we're going to do. Uh, for those who may be members of denominations, um, I want to encourage you to listen to these lessons and and to do so with an open mind and open heart. Again, we're not trying to uh, present something to you in in a mean way. We're not trying to say that that all other churches are wrong. Uh, churches of Christ uh, get Characterized by that that we're the only ones going to heaven and and it's our way or no way and and it's really God's way. That's the way that I want to present this. I want you to see from the Bible from a scriptural standpoint that this is God's way. This is what God has given to us. It doesn't matter what I think or believe, and it doesn't matter what what our congregation thinks or believes. What matters is what God says, and what matters is that we're doing what God says, and that's the way that I want to present these lessons, so I I hope that this doesn't come across in a mean way, I hope it doesn't come across as something that, that is offensive, it's not meant to be, it's just simply teaching the truth. We want to do things according to the scriptures, that's the name of our program, according to the scriptures, and so if we're going to do things according to the scriptures, we need to study the scriptures so that we can know what the scriptures say, and know how to do things according to God's standards. We want the church to be according to God's standards, and so that that's the the way that this, these lessons are are going to be presented. And I hope that you will, will feel free to ask questions. If you want to contact me, uh, you can do so. Um, I'll give you my email address because I don't know that I've done that on here before. Uh, but you can email me at kwebb519 K-W-E-B-B, at net. And uh, again, that's kweb 519 at comcast.net And so feel free to send me an email or you can contact me through our our website also marcelcoc dot um, But feel free to to ask any questions and I'll try to give uh, the best answer that I can. Um, but but we want to again make sure that we're doing things God's way. So that's that's the 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 basis of this theme of lessons and and hopefully it'll be helpful to you. Um, and feel free to share these with your friends too. Make sure that, that they have the opportunity to, to listen and be a part of these lessons. I think they can, can be very very beneficial. Well, let's bow in a word of prayer, and we'll get into our first lesson. Our Holy and Righteous Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessings that you've given to us, and we thank you for this day. We thank you for our time together. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the ability to study your word, we pray, Father, that you would help us to understand it, help us to to do everything that we do, whether it be in worship, whether it be in life, help us to be obedient to your word and to your will. Help us to do those things that bring glory and honor to your name. We pray that you would continue to bless us as we go throughout this day, give us safety, bless those around us, help us to be an encouragement to the weak and And those who are sick or afflicted, we pray that you would be with them. We thank you for your son, for his sacrifice for our sins. It is through him that we humbly pray. Amen. All right, we get into our first lesson today. and um, These lessons are are laid out differently. Each reason uh, has a different length to it. Some are really long. Some of them are really short. Um, We'll try not to go more than... Then one reason at a time, I don't think there's any need to, to go any more than one reason at a time unless we have two really short ones back to back. But um, I know the way we've been doing this on Wednesday night, it usually um, will take one reason for each class. And and the last one that we had actually took us three or four weeks. So uh, we'll just take these as they come. And and I'm I'm hoping that we don't get ahead on here. From where we are in our Wednesday night class, but if we do, it's okay, not a big deal, but uh anyway we'll 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 see what what happens with it. Our first reason, reason number one that I am a member of the Church of Christ is that it was founded by the scriptural builder Christ. Most of you that that listen or have listened for a while, you know that I am also a preschool teacher over the summer, I'm actually able to do chapel in the preschool that, that I teach for, Smyrna Christian School, based out of the Smyrna Church of Christ, um, and so I did chapel today. I do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays each week for eight weeks through the summer, and then um, usually the some of the, the ones from Smyrna will handle chapel through the, the main part of the year, so it's uh, a nice little change of pace for me during the summer, something that I enjoy. But we did have chapel today. And one of the s- songs that we sang in both chapels, we sang, um, The Wise Man Built His House on a Rock. We know the, the text from Matthew chapter 7 and the latter verses, beginning with verse 24 uh, and following through the end of the chapter, we, we had this this lesson on the wise man and the foolish man. And Jesus is, is presenting this as part of the Sermon on the Mount. And so as he's presenting this sermon, he says that the wise man, that he builds his house on a rock, on a solid foundation. So when the rains come down, and the floods come up, the wise man's house is going to stand firm. And on the other hand, the foolish man, he built this house on the sand. The rains came down, the floods came up, and what happened to the foolish man's house? It was destroyed because it was not founded on a solid foundation. So as we look at these lessons, uh, when we look at the, the Church of Christ, one of the reasons that I'm a member of Of the church of Christ. Is because I believe it to be founded. On a solid foundation. And that's important. We want the church. That we are a part of. To be founded on a solid foundation. And what is that solid foundation. That foundation. Is Christ. We want to be a part. Of the church. That is founded. On Christ. And we'll talk more about. Matthew 16, that actually goes into three or four of these lessons, I believe. Uh, I know that when we were doing this on Wednesday nights, that, that we went several weeks mentioning some of the same scriptures, but they all tie in together. They're all important for our learning. So one of the reasons that I'm a member of the Church of Christ is that it is founded by the scriptural builder. It is founded by Christ. And that's in the name. We wear the name, the church of Christ, because we are the church belonging to Christ. That's the church that I want to be a part of, the one that belongs to him. No church can be scriptural unless it is founded by the scriptural builder. Any church that is founded by anyone else, and that's one of the reasons that I'm not a member of a denomination, because whenever I look at, at the denominations, and that's not what the, the theme of these lessons is about, but when I look at the denominations, uh, I see that, that all of them can trace their roots back to someone who began, this is what we practice, this is what we teach, and this is what we continue in. Um and with the Church of Christ, we're not a denomination. We don't consider ourselves to be a denomination, and I don't believe that we are. Um, some have termed it as undenominationalism or pre-denominationalism, because the church of Christ was founded well before any denomination ever came into existence. I believe that the church of Christ is the same church that is founded in the book of Acts chapter 2. The same church that Jesus himself promised to build in Matthew chapter 16. I believe that we are the same church that is in the Bible. Whenever we go back to the beginnings of the church, I believe that we're reading about the very church that I'm a member of today. A church that is founded by unscriptural means, outside uh, of the Bible, outside the Word of God, it cannot be the church of the Bible. If it's not founded in the way that the Bible says that it was founded, if it is not founded on the same principles that the Bible teaches, it cannot be. The church of the Bible, the church that is not in the Bible, is it really a church at all? That's something that I really want you to consider as we go throughout this study. The church that we want to be a part of is the church that we can read about in the Bible. I think everyone would agree with that, whether you're a member of a denomination whether you're a member of the Church of Christ. If you're listening to this lesson, I believe that you have the same belief in mind that you want to be a part of the church that is founded in the Bible. I don't think that you would be listening to a lesson like this if you didn't want to be a part of the church that is in the Bible. So what we have to do is make sure That what we are doing is according to the scriptures and the church that we are part of is the church of the Bible, the church of God, the church of Christ. That's what we want to do. This church has a a scriptural foundation. If one is, is founded in the Bible, then it has a scriptural solid foundation. And it is founded by the scriptural builder. The scriptural builder being Christ himself. We want to be a part of the church that Jesus established. The church that, that is founded upon him and faith in him as the solid rock. I promised you that we were going to get into Matthew 16. And so that's where we we pick up with this next portion of our lesson. Christ founded the scriptural church. Christ founded the scriptural church. Jesus promised that he would build his church. And again, when we look at the denominations, they don't trace their roots directly back to Christ. Most will in some way or another, but most have someone somewhere that they can trace their roots and say, this is our founder. When we look at the churches of Christ, I'm a member of the church of Christ because we don't trace it back to a man or a particular group of people, we trace it back to Christ himself. Jesus promised that he would build his church. In Matthew 16 and verse 18, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The church, the church of Christ, is founded on the rock. The rock being Peter? Is that what it's saying? I also say to you that you're Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Is Jesus saying that he's going to, to build his church upon Peter? That's not what the scripture is saying here at all. It's not what Jesus is saying. When he says You are Peter, and on this rock, the rock that he is talking about, is not Peter himself. But it is on the faith that Peter exhibited in Matthew chapter 16. When we go back to the context of Matthew 16, and you go to the verses preceding verse 18, you find that Jesus asked a question. Who do men say that I am? The disciples answered it. Well, some say that you're John the Baptist, some say that you're uh, Elijah, some say that, that you're someone else, Jeremiah, one of the prophets, but who do you say that I am, Jesus asked them, and Peter spoke up immediately and he said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God, and it's upon that confession, the confession that Peter made and his faith in Christ as being the Son of God, that is the faith that the church is founded on. That's the rock that the church is founded on. I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock, the rock of your confession, the rock of your faith, I will build my church. And as we look at that from a very simple standpoint, and whenever we stand back and and look at the, the church overall, we realize that That's exactly what the church is founded on. If we do not have faith in Christ as the Son of God, we do not have any basis for our belief and for doing what God has told us to do. Um, In Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And simply put, without faith we have no reason to try to please him and we cannot be pleasing to him. So the church is founded on faith in Christ as the son of God. And not even the powers of darkness and the grave can stand against the church established by Christ. The gates of Hades uh, again that that may be better rendered as the grave. That's what it's really talking about. Some of the older translations use the word hell. Uh, but the grave is what we're talking about. Death. The power of death and and the grave shall not prevail against this church. You see, no matter um, as we look at, at history, how many people have passed away uh, from the beginning of the church. You know, There's not a single person living today that was a part of the original church as as it was established in Acts chapter 2. But even though they do not live, the church stands. The church survives. And it still lives today. And even when all of us are passed from this life, the church, the kingdom of God, will continue to be powers of the grave and death cannot prevail against the church that is founded by Christ. A a church that is founded by humans must be of a human rather than that of a scriptural or spiritual nature. So uh, as we look at founders such as Henry VIII, John Calvin, John Wesley, Joseph Smith, All of these, whenever we look at these, these are men. And not one of them is living today. And yet they were the founders of different denominations. And so as we look at at those denominations, they're founded on humans. Humans that are no longer here. Humans that are no longer able to to tell what God wants the people to do. Um, And so as we look at the, the church from that standpoint, Um, uh, the church can't be established on on humanity. It needs to be, be founded on Christ who continues to live today. Peter was given the keys of the kingdom. We get to verse 19 of Matthew 16. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Peter, on two other occasions, or two different occasions, opened the doors of the kingdom. First of all, to the Jews, as we read in Acts chapter two, and we'll we'll do that later on. But we see that Peter was the one that that preached the sermon that 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 began really the the church. Uh, it was the basis of Peter's sermon that that the people asked, the Jews asked. What are we to do? What shall we do? And Peter told them what they needed to do in order to be a part of this church. Um, so he opened the doors of the kingdom, first of all, to the Jews. But he also had a second occasion where he opened the doors of the kingdom to the Gentiles. And the salvation of Cornelius and his household, they were Gentiles and yet they were saved. And so Peter was able to open the doors of the kingdom to them Also, and and as far as, as Peter is concerned, not just Peter, but the apostles, whatever they bound on earth would be bound in heaven or would have been bound in heaven. And whatever they loosed on earth will have been loosed in heaven. As we look at the apostles doctrine in Acts chapter two, verses 41 and 42, we find that the people in the beginning of the church they continued in the apostles doctrine and those who gladly received his word were baptized and that day about three thousand souls were added to them and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers so whenever we see the church it was established on what the apostles taught as they had learned from Christ, as it had been revealed to them what they should teach. They were to teach these things, and they did, and the people that became members of that church continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Anything other than the apostles' doctrine is simply error. Anything outside of the New Testament that we uh, might follow, we can't go back to the Old Testament. The Old Law was done away with. We see that later on in some of our other lessons. Um, but as far as looking at the scriptures in the New Testament and what the apostles taught, the church was to be founded on what they taught. And the church practices what they taught. From the day of Pentecost on, we continue in the apostles doctrine and again anything else would simply be error Galatians 1 verses 6 through 9 I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel which is not another but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. But the church was established through Peter on the day of Pentecost, not by Peter, it was established by Christ, but it was through Peter as the means of of transporting the message to the people. It was established by the authority that was given to Peter. and To the other apostles. To teach the gospel to the world. And to bring souls to Christ. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. We still got another couple of points to go in this reason. So we'll save those for next week. We're out of time. But. I thank you for being with us today, and, and I hope the lesson has been helpful to you. And again, if you have any questions, go to our website, and You can contact me through the website, and uh, and feel free to ask any questions that, that you may have. And I'll, I'll be glad to to help you in any way that I can. But again, I, I hope that you'll be back with us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. But I thank you for joining us today. Until we meet again. May God bless you.